The entrance hymn is I, the Lord of Sea and Sky. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. the Lord be with you. Amen. A warm welcome to morning celebration of Mass here at St. Bride's Church in Cambus Lang. Uh, this is the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Patrick McGeever. Welcome, of course, to his family who are here with us today, and welcome also to Paddy's friends. Especially welcome also are those who have come from a long distance to be with us here travelling from England or Ireland or wherever it might be. Today is a sad day for all of us who have known and loved Paddy. We will miss him very much indeed. He was a very nice man and he had great human qualities. But today we come to the church armed with faith and consoled by faith. And we know two things, that God will be mindful of Paddy as he comes to him and he God will give us the grace and strength and consolation in the time that we need. On a day like today, we realise how blessed we are 
in the people that are in our life. And we all feel that today. We are thankful indeed for Paddy's life and remember the many things about him that we liked most of all. And most of all, that hearty laugh and that wide smile. I ask you to remember uh, Philip McCallion, uh, Anne and Pat's nephew, who died recently in Ireland. To celebrate these sacred mysteries, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that, that I have greatly, greatly sinned, sinned in, in my thoughts and in my, in my words, in what, what I have done and in what I have failed, failed to do. do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, blessed Mary, the Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery your servant, Patrick, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. They're leaving us like annihilation. But they are in peace. If they experience punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction, great will their blessings be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out. As sparks run through the stubble, so will they. They shall judge nations, rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love. For grace and mercy await those that he has chosen. The word of the Lord.
A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. We know that when the tent that we live in on earth is folded up, there is a house built by God for us, an everlasting home not made by human hands in the heavens. We are always full of confidence then, when we remember that to live in the body means to be exiled from the Lord, going as we do by faith and not by sight. We are full of confidence, I say, and actually want to be exiled from the body and make our home with the Lord. Whether we are living in the body or exiled from it, we are intent on pleasing him. For all the truth about us will be brought out in the law court of Christ, and each of us will get what he deserves for the things he did in the body, good or bad. The word of the Lord.
be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Everything the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me, I will not drive them away. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but to do the will of the one who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose nothing of all that he has given to me but raise it up in the last day. This is indeed the will of my Father, that all who see the Son and believe in him may have eternal life, and I will raise them up on the last day. The Gospel of the Lord. Paddy had this funny thing that he would often do. He would often ask me a question that he would know the answer to. It would go something like this. He would ask me, are you going on holiday, Father? And he would know that I was going on holiday. He would know where I was going and when I was going and when I would return. On another occasion, he would ask me, if there were only any funerals in the parish, and he would know, of course, that there was, he would know everything about that person, where they lived, and who they were related to. He might even know it before I got wind of it. I think all of this might have been an Irish thing. He was, of course, a man who was well-informed. He knew his stuff. And we had that kind of cat-and-mouse game that was going on between us. I suppose over the long period that I've been here in the parish, I must have seen him every day at Mass. And if I didn't see him at Mass, then I knew that he was in Ireland or further afield in America uh, or staying uh, with Monica or Mark and Mark. Virtually every day we saw each other and like many others who knew him, we became good and steadfast friends. Like everyone who is here today then, I feel keenly his loss. Death brings sadness to the heart, and it brings that great emptiness in life. I suppose, like many, I knew him as a man who had a great and very deep faith. He was a man who believed, and he was a man who prayed every day. The church itself, as you will know, meant everything to him, as did the Mass. And it was painful for him in those latter days not to get out and to be here. Gradually, his legs just couldn't take him very far. Today, then, the readings of Mass give us different aspects of faith that speak to us about where we are today. And they speak very much of the confidence that we have that in the end, everything will be well. For God has everything in hand. Our life our death are in his hands. He has it covered. 
In the end, he has organized it so that we swap the tent here on earth for the dwellings in the heavens. So for us, death is like moving house from where we are now, which is good, to where we are later, which is even better. It is not to be feared. It is not a dead end that we've come to or a penetrating darkness, but it's the destination which all our roads and all our journeys have been leading us towards, to the infinite love of God, which is a broad horizon that stretches out and is without end. Nothing is lost. Everything is saved. From his early days in Ireland, he received a rich Catholic faith, which he always kept. He cherished that faith, and it brought him deep peace in his life. It was a faith in which he knew that God was in his life and that no harm would come to him. He would be led always by the providence of God. He would be asked to lead a life of faith and good works, which he most certainly did. Just a few words about uh, Paddy today by way of reflection. He was born on the 14th of March. I think he would have preferred to be born on the 17th of March. He was born in 1927, a time which was not good for people in the United Kingdom, uh, but was not easy for people in Ireland either. His early years weren't easy. The family lived outside Gotterhork in Ireland, and his first language was Gaelic. But he knew his fair share of sadness, the early death of his mother when he was aged three, and then the death of his two sisters in that early part of his life. He was one of five boys. He worked in the farms in, the teenage, in his teen years, and he would confess that the people there were very kind to him. He came, of course, to work in England and Scotland for work, as many did in those days. And he met Anna here, and he married in this very church on the 16th of April, 1955. He had five children, brought them up well, and were themselves excellent parents. He worked on his working life in different places, in farms and pubs in Glasgow, in the Clyde Bridge, and in the Hoover plant here in the town, and also with Tom O'Brien at the weekends. He sometimes, believe it or not, had three jobs going at one time. The family lived in Colebrook Street, as everyone lived in canvas lying at one time in Colebrook Street. They moved to the prefabs in Pathway, to Mansion Street, and then to their dream home in the Borgie. They both, uh, Anna and himself, loved their trips to Ireland. Back and forward they went. I used to call them home and away. They also managed to go further afield uh, to Boston to see Anne-Marie and John and the boys, and relatives in California too. In more recent times, when Anna had died, also trips to Boston and New York too. He had interests, of course, mainly in Celtic Football Club, club uh, loved to support the team and managed to give the bug to the boys in America. They, like him, have turned out to be mad Celtic fans. We couldn't not mention uh, Anna today. She was an exceptional person, great fun and exceptionally good. She was a delight to meet. And Paddy missed her greatly over these years and visited her grave daily 
at Tilbury. He was delighted to have all the grandchildren, seven grandchildren and two great-grandchildren. He loved children and had a great ability to get on with anyone of any age. He made great contribution to the life of this parish, was involved in many things and supported the parish very well indeed. He was for many years in the St Vincent de Paul and even started a youth St Vincent de Paul many years ago. He was also very helpful ferrying people back to morning, back and forward to morning mass through the weekdays and the masses on Sunday. He was also good for shamrock for people when St Patrick's Day he seemed to have an inexhaustible supply of it. He always lit candles at the beginning of Mass uh, for family members and always arrived early to say the rosary before Mass. I wish to acknowledge both his and Anna's life and commitment to this parish. Their dedication to the welfare of the parish was exceptional. They were both very caring to me as their parish priest and to the many other priests who have been here in this parish. I wish publicly on behalf of the many priests who have served here to thank them. In nature, uh, Paddy himself was a very open man, laughed and smiled a lot, liked to chat, really liked to chat, liked people, liked company. Always all through his life he was hardworking, very conscientious, Loved Anna, loved the family, loved Ireland and all of the people over there. Going there was like coming home. Loved his garden and his growing things. He leaves behind a great legacy of kindness and love that will not be forgotten and not be erased. I'm sure for all the family this thought will be in your mind today. Life will not be the same without him. And already it's not the same. But don't be sad. Don't curse the dark, but bless the light. Bless God for all of the good things, the love, the care, the kindness, the laughter, the joy that you have known. The goodness of God is in our life, isn't it? It's very near to us in one another. He is near to us in the kindly face of a father, a grandfather, and in the face of a well-beloved friend. May God grant Patrick the eternal peace that he prayed for at the end of the journey and may he be reunited again with Anna and all that he's loved. Please stand for the prayers of intercession. confidence we make our prayers to our Heavenly Father for all our needs. For all our friends and family who have died, especially Papa, that he may have eternal rest and peace. Lord, hear us. For all who have been good to us in our life, especially family and friends, that God may reward them with their kindness. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear us. 
for all our family and friends today, that they may be confronted and consoled by the grace and love of God. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear us. For the world in which we live, that there might be peace. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear us. We pray in a moment of silence for all our needs. Most gracious and loving Father, we ask you to continue to guide our lives by your providence, and we ask our, all our prayers through Christ our Lord. Please be seated. Pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice endures may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, we beseech your mercy that he who did not doubt your Son to be a loving Saviour may find in him a most merciful judge. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Lift up your 
Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. In him the hope of blessed resurrection has dawned, that those saddened by the certainty of dying might be consoled by the promise of immortality to come. Indeed, for your faithful Lord, life is changed, not ended. And when this earthly dwelling turns to dust, an eternal dwelling is made ready for them in heaven. And so with the angels and archangels, the thrones and dominions, the hosts and the powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. Holy, 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 holy Lord, Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them with the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. So remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, our spouse, blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. 
For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. And now let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship. Lamb of God. You take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Just to say you're very welcome to come forward to receive Holy Communion today if you feel unable to receive Communion but maybe you'd like to receive a blessing and just to place your hand on your breast and I'll give you a blessing but if you don't want to receive Communion or a blessing then obviously just to remain seated where you are.
Let us pray. Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant us strengthened by it, our dear brother Patrick may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. On behalf of the family, I thank all of you for being present here today, and it would be a great consolation uh, to see so many people here in the church, uh, so thank you very much for your presence. Um, Father Matthew, one of our Polish priests who comes in the summertime, uh, well known to Paddy, is offering Mass uh, this morning in Poland as well, so I know that Paddy will be delighted uh, with that. And of course, on occasions like this, uh, there are a number of people who can't be present, so, but are very much united with us, I'm sure. And I think there are two great grandchildren that are uh, abroad, so I'm sure that they'll be, they'll be with us in a, a special way today, too. The, um, the final part of the, the funeral today is at the cemetery at St. Peter's in Dalbeth. Uh, cordially invite all of you to be present, and if you'd like to join us uh, later on also at uh, Parkhead uh, number seven, uh, you'll be very welcome. Uh, you'll know that uh, Paddy would be very delighted uh, to go to paradise in every sense. And may your love 